One of the main causes of depression around the holiday season is money, the lack thereof. And Social Security put out a blog post this week, and they may have a solution to it for you. We're going to share that with you today. We're also going to talk about those awkward discussions around the holiday dinner table. And we're also going to talk about a new problem where the disabled are getting blamed for addictions, believe it or not. Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Hey, An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there and check it out. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so by email, by emailing me at jimmy at famousapple.com. How you doing today, my friends? How you making out in this holiday season? You getting through it okay? Everything going along as you planned? We got a good one for you today. We're going to be talking about money. Now, how many times have you heard yourself say, I don't have enough money? Well, if you're like me, that's every day of your life. <laughs> but it's always around the holidays that you don't have enough money. It's bad enough we're on a fixed income and you're always looking, you're scrounging, you're trying to come up with enough money and it just, there's never enough. Well, Social Security Disability, Social Security Retirement, SSI, it came out with this, a possible solution for you. And they put it out in their blog post this week, and I'm going to share it with you. We're also going to talk about those awkward conversations. Now, I'm sure, all right, you went through Thanksgiving. I'm sure you went through those awkward conversations that, you know, you get the uncle that never comes around. He comes around once in a blue moon and all of a sudden he thinks he's the comedian and you become the center of his jokes or you have the aunt that doesn't know how to talk to you because you have a physical disability now. So she thinks she has to talk at the top of her voice so that you can hear her because you have a bum leg or something. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. And we're also going to talk about uh, this. This totally surprised me, caught me off guard. I was in my car, I was listening to talk radio, and they, <laughs> this radio station out of Pennsylvania was saying that one of the biggest causes of like the opioid addiction and gambling addiction is people that are disabled that are home that have nothing to do to occupy their time. This is one of their premises. This is why addiction is so high. It's because people at a home that have nothing to do, they get involved with these things. And I'm listening to that, and I'm going, you're out of your mind. And if I could have got through on the phone line, because you know me, I was trying to call in. I was definitely trying to call in, and I got put on hold. And I was on hold all the way, for, all the way from Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, all the way into Dutchess County, New York. I was on hold waiting because I had a mouthful to tell them, but I lost the signal halfway through. And eh, that's a, another story for another day. But I'm going to answer them today on here. But yeah, which is just something else. They, they, they're always looking to blame somebody else for the weak in, the, in our society. And believe me, the disabled people in our society, we're not the weak. 
We have to go through more in one day and deal with more in one day than most people have to deal with in a month. So we're not the weak. And I'm not going to sit back and let somebody say that. That I'm not going to do. All right, let's get started here. I have to tell you, we had the nicest Thanksgiving dinner. We, we had it here at my house. It was the first one in the new house. And we had my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my, my nephew, uh, my wife's aunt, her, her uncle and her other aunt, and her cousin. And it was just a nice get-together. We had such a good time on Thanksgiving. A lot of laughs, a lot of food, but just a really, really good time. And that's the way holidays should be in my book. A really good time. And uh, we, we went out over the weekend. And we went out with other family members. Thankfully, out, out to dinner and in my house because things could have got messy. <laughs> really. Because some people are just crude. And now these are people that we, the people we went out with over the weekend, we don't normally see them. We see them once a year, around this time of year, once a year. And we went out with them and they the uncle, he kind of drinks a little bit more than he should. And my aunt, she's just a simp. <laughs> it's, it's a messy situation. And my uncle thinks he's a comedian once he gets a couple of belts behind him. And let me just state for the record, he's not actually my uncle. He's not actually family. Neither is, my, neither is the woman. They're just people that I grew up close to. So we call them aunt and uncle because they're older. And they, they brought their, their son and daughter along with their wives, and, and they're not much better. But anyway, my uncle, I'm going to call my uncle, he uh, gets a couple of belts in him, and he thinks he's a stand-up comedian. But he thinks he's Don Rickles, but in the modern age. So instead of calling everybody a hockey puck, well, he takes the word puck and adds an F to it and removes the P, if you know what I mean. And he gets vulgar. The more he drinks, the more vulgar he gets. And it's embarrassing out in public. And then the wife, she sees me sitting in a wheelchair. There's nothing wrong with my hearing, but she starts at the top of her lungs. So, Jimmy, how are you feeling? I'm like, please, everyone in the, everyone in the restaurant knows my name is Jimmy now. And they all want to know how I'm feeling. It's, it's embarrassing. But then they get into, they try to be, they realize, I guess, that they're becoming uh, cretins, for lack of a better word. So they start to get into these serious conversations with you. Now, 10 years ago, these people were, when they seen someone smoking a cigarette, they held up a cross and condemned them to hell because, oh, it's terrible, it's a terrible habit, and it's disgusting, and it's hurting other people around you, never mind what it does to yourself. I used to get a lecture from them every time I seen them because I used to smoke. But they said to me, in all seriousness, with a straight face, so how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling good. Well, have you tried the marijuana yet? Have I tried the marijuana? What? These are the same people that kept updated versions of reefer madness in the house since the 50s. They still have it there. It's probably on DVD somewhere in the bookcase. <laughs> I'm like, tried the marijuana? Yeah, it's, it, it's supposed to be really good for you. I said, you do realize I'm missing a leg. It's not going to make me grow a leg back. You know I have lung problems. You can't smoke. You know, Willie Nelson just quit smoking marijuana because of his lung problems. Oh, well, it's good for you. Now, all of a sudden, they're an expert on marijuana and how good it is for you. I think they're going to start smoking it. 
But they get into these crazy conversations, and they're, they're, they're now experts on it, and they're, they're trying to hammer it in. It's like having a political conversation with a closed-minded jerk. It's like talking to a wall with these people. And then I was in, <laughs> I'm jumping around here. I was in rehabilitation last week, and we were talking amongst ourselves in there. And they said, well, how do you get around it? I said, the, the way I look at it is I got to see them once a year. And I don't even have to see them once a year anymore. I could just say I'm busy. I, I don't want to be bothered. But once a year. So for once a year, it's worth the comic relief. So if you have those people that are irritating you, that irritate you, just remember, you don't have to see them every day. And instead of alienating people, really, you know, try to be nice. It's just... They, I don't think they mean harm by it, okay? And that's what I'm trying to get at. I don't think they mean harm by it. I think that they read up on these things so that they have something to talk to you about when they do see you. Like, they must have read up for months about pot to come to me and say, oh, you ought to, you ought to try smoking weed, that marijuana. Have you tried the marijuana? No. <laughs> Had they known anything back when, when I was a teenager, they would have never let their kids around me because... Back then, that was the devil's drug. That was the gateway drug. Now they're pushing it. People are crazy. But I put up with it, and that's what I tell. That's what I tell other people. I put up with it. They mean no harm by it. I just don't like the sloppy drunks. I don't like to be around sloppy drunks. I don't like to be around anybody that's rude and crude. And I cut them off. That's how I deal with it. I'd like to know how you deal with it. And I'd ask you to write in. Write me at jimmy at famousapple.com. Let me know how you deal with the rude people at these holiday parties. And I could share it here on the podcast. And you can, you'll help other people that are listening. Okay, so write me, jimmy at famousapple.com. Let me know how you deal with the rude people. All right, let's move on here. Social Security put out a post this week talking about seasonal work and Social Security recipients. Now, people who are receiving Social Security retirement benefits have one set of rules about seasonal work, and people who are receiving Social Security disability and SSI or SSI benefits have a totally separate set of rules about seasonal work. Now, you can pick up seasonal work even if you are on disability. But first and foremost, before you go and pick up seasonal work, check with your doctor to see if he's going to give you a release to go and do any kind of work. Secondly, before you do go into put in an application, go to ssa.gov and look up seasonal work on the website there because you have to report every dime that you make, and that could go towards your ticket to return to work. It could be a good way to test the waters to see if you're ready to return to work, right? But just remember, it counts towards your returning to work time. And But before anything, more important than the Social Security money or anything like that is your health. Make sure that your doctor is going to approve that you do this seasonal type of work. And don't be a fool. I mean, there's all kinds of seasonal work. You could be a bagger in a grocery store, or you could be a UPS driver. If you're on disability, you really have to pick and choose what what you're looking at here. But first and foremost is to make sure with your doctor that you're physically able to do anything like that. Then look at the ssa.gov 
the socialsecurityadministration.gov website and look up seasonal work and how you go about reporting it. Go to disability, look it up. Go to SSI, look it up. Go to Social Security Retirement and look it up. It's very important that you know what you're doing with this because it's going to affect your future one way or the other. It's always nice to have extra money, but look at the big picture. You don't want to hurt yourself more physically just to buy an extra candy cane for somebody. Your health comes first, but just know that that option is out there for you, and Social Security is working with you. They're not looking to stymie you or keep you down, as some people seem to think for some reason. They're looking to work with you and get you back to work and help you make more money. So it's all out there for you. Go to ssa.gov. Read everything on it that you can. But first and foremost, you check with your doctor and see physically if you're able to do something like that, okay? Please, always remember your health comes first. You can always make up money and material things later on, but your health has to come first. You're very important. You're important for yourself. You're important for your family. Remember that. Okay, let's move on here. Now, when I'm in my car, I always listen to talk radio. My wife wants to know why, because it just gets me angry. Whether it's politics or some nonsense like what I heard coming in from Pennsylvania. Now, I want to make it clear. It wasn't the radio station that was saying this about addiction. It was a caller that was acting like he was some kind of professional saying that the opioid addiction encompasses mostly the people who are disabled and have nothing else to do. They're the ones that get hooked on these pain pain pills and because they have nothing going out nothing else going on in their life, they sit there and veg out by taking these pills. I I almost wrecked my car. I have never heard such ignorance in my life. First of all, because somebody's disabled doesn't make them weak-minded individuals. Junkies, okay? Junkies, alcoholics, these people that are addicted to everything under the sun, these are weak-minded individuals, all right? Just because you're disabled doesn't make you weak-minded. That means you had an accident, you're disabled, or you were born with a disability. They want to eliminate opioids. They want to eliminate codeine. They want to eliminate more... What do you, unless you've ever needed a painkiller, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I've had my leg amputated. I've said that a thousand and one times on this podcast. If it wasn't for codeine or morphine, I don't know how I would have gotten through the pain that I that I went through. Someone breaks their arm without painkiller. What are you going to do without painkillers? Somebody breaks a bone. One of the things that this person was suggesting for pain relief was meditation. Are you on crack? Did they legalize crack? Meditation. Yeah, break an arm. All right, sit down now and chant. Hum. What are you, out of your mind? You know, it's like anything else, right? The pain medication is there for those who need it. Not for those who want to exploit it. It's the same thing with guns. Guns guns don't kill people. People kill people. Opioids don't cause addicts. Addicts are addicts. I don't know where society is going where they're blaming inanimate objects for people's piss-poor decisions. Now there's this thing in New York where they want to put a gambling app. 
you know, give you give you the they passed the law that says you could do sports gambling, but they're blocking an app to go on your phone so you can do sports gambling. And they're debating back and forth whether or not to do it because it's going to cause problems. It's gonna, who's it going to cause problems for? The moron that can't handle it. So we should punish the seventy five percent or ninety five percent of the people that can handle it because of five. 5% weak-minded people. You want to get rid of opioids. You want to get rid of painkillers because 90% of the people can handle it without getting addicted to it. But that 10%, they can't handle it. Come on. Society, there's something seriously wrong with our society. And to say that disabled people make up the majority of the addicts, show me some proof of this. Now, Again, the radio station wasn't the one saying it. It was the caller that was calling into it. The radio station wasn't stopping them. But I want to see some proof. I looked it up. I can't find that. I can't find any statistics that say people who are physically disabled are, are, are addicts or the, make up the majority of opioid addicts. It makes no sense. But they let this kind of talk go out there. It's the same thing, again, with guns. Got to get rid of AR-15s because... People using to kill people. Well, if you're going to use that logic, that logic, then we have to get rid of automobiles because people use them to kill people. And if you got to get rid of liquor because people drink liquor, drive while they're intoxicated, and they kill people. We can't legislate all of society for 5 and 10% of the weak-minded individuals. We can't do that. I mean, I, for one, won't stand by for that. Let me know what your feelings are on this subject. I'm just so sick and tired of some people in society looking to scapegoat, looking to blame other people for a small faction of people who make piss poor decisions. They'd rather label all disabled people as weak-minded individuals because they got hurt and they had to use pain medication after surgery or something. So they're the ones that are that are addicts? What are you, out of your mind? People talk through their ass. And I really think the radio station should have said something, or the, the, the show host, not so much the radio station, the show host should have said something. But like I said, I was on hold because I was ready to go at them. I want to see statistics that back up your claims. Enough of it is just talking out your ass. <sighs> People will make you crazy if you let them. This is why my wife doesn't like me listening to talk radio when I'm in the car. Oh, look, write me. Let me know what you think about it. I really want to know. I really, truly want to know. Write me at jimmy at famousapple.com or even leave a comment in the comment box here. But I want to get as much as I can for the next podcast so I can share these results with other people. Also, I want you to remember one thing. No matter what, no matter what's going on around you right now, things can always be worse. Remember that, my friends. Right now, someone somewhere wishes they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Look, I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Take care of yourselves. Stay warm. And I'll see you then. You've been listening to An Apple a Day. And my name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple. Your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.